0: Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Tuesday, August the 11th. The Immigration Minister's been meeting his French counterpart in Paris today to discuss the ongoing migrant crossings in the English Channel. It's after 677 people were caught on their way to Kent in small boats between Thursday and Sunday. Yesterday, Boris Johnson described the journey as stupid and dangerous. Well, Karzang got into a vessel with his young family in France last week, but decided not to travel when he realised it was overcrowded.
2: 60 persons, 70 person put in the boat. It's not good. 70 person for seven meter. it's not good. That's why we come back.
0: More small boats have arrived in Dover today and we already know the Home Office has asked the Royal Navy to help. But former Home Office Director General of Immigration Enforcement, David Wood, thinks that could make things worse.
3: They would be seen as a glorified rescue ship by the migrants, and they would welcome the Royal Navy there because the Royal Navy effectively will pick more of them up and take them to the UK. I don't think it has have the authority to take them back to France, so it needs the agreement of France, and it needs the organised crime to be tackled. I mean, reporters are regularly now filming migrants getting into boats on the... The shores of France well why can't the police and law enforcement in France also see that and detain and, uh, and investigate the organized criminals behind this because they are the ones who are earning a lot of money out of the misery and potential death of these uh, poor migrants who are taking this hazardous journey
0: elsewhere today a man in his 70s has died following a hit and run in Medway he was knocked down on New Road in Chatham late last night police investigating what happened have seized a car from Cambria Avenue in Borstal near Rochester. Meantime, a man in his 50s who died after being hit by a lorry on the A20 near Farnham has been described as the happiest, kindest man. Flowers and tributes have been left at the scene of the collision which happened earlier this month. The driver of the lorry, a man in his 40s, was arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving. He's since been released under investigation. The organiser of a large beach party in Kent which left litter strewn along the coast has made a donation to the volunteers who picked it all up. Four police officers were also injured when trouble broke out following the gathering on Great Stone Beach in New Romney on Sunday. Boss flavour in Croydon has given £750 to a litter-picking group. Investigators still want to hear from witnesses after bottles were thrown at officers making an arrest. Now, figures given to Kent Online show cases of sexual offences against children have gone up by more than 140% in Kent in the past five years. Police recorded more than 3,200 offences last year. That's an average of 62 a week and an increase from around 1,300 in 2014. Helen Westerman is the head of local campaigns for the NSPCC.
1: It may be that there is a greater awareness of and belief in if I'm coming forward to talk about what's happened to me that I will be believed and something will happen. So that's a positive. It may be that forces are getting better in terms of recording what's happening but it also may be that there is an increase in the numbers of perpetrators going online to to groom children and we've heard from children doing during lockdown that they're using tech more they're using it to do their homework but they're also using it to to meet their friends go online game etc and that provides an ideal opportunity for people with unhealthy interest in children to to use that that platform to to start conversations with children and ultimately go on to groom and abuse them. We've heard from children during lockdown who felt um, very isolated and very lonely, and someone takes an interest in that, that child or young person that's perhaps had a bad day or really worried about what's going on for their family, that can quickly degenerate into a conversation where the child feels bullied, blackmailed or cajoled into to, to seeing or sharing images that are, that are not appropriate.
0: People living in parts of Canterbury say they fear they won't be able to return to their homes for months following flooding caused by a burst water main. At Kent Online, you can see pictures showing the water that's running down Whitstable Road and damaged several properties. Firefighters were also called to St Thomas Hill and cleared water from a flat. Work on the £170 million improvement of road and rail connections in Medway could get underway this summer. The council are looking at building a new railway station on the Hoo Peninsula with a link to London, along with 12,000 new homes. It's after the authority secured funding from the government. The RSPCA has dealt with more than 3,400 cases of animals needing help in Kent during lockdown. The charity's officers have been responding to an average of 25 incidents a day since March the 23rd. One of the rescues included a fox cub getting his head stuck inside a watering can in Sevenoaks. Now, a small two-screen cinema in Folkestone is feeling the effects of Disney's decision to release its new Mulan film online. The Silver Screen, based at the Town Hall, says it's not worth reopening at the moment if there are no new movies to show. Chris Lightwing is the manager there. He's been chatting to Ollie.
3: We were aiming to reopen on the 28th of August um, because from that point onwards we had a semi-regular release of new films and we were going to supplement that with some older films, showing some older films as well. Uh, Unfortunately, with the news um, in the last week that Disney have decided to instead of releasing Mulan in cinemas they've decided to release it online on a streaming platform we feel that it's just not going to be viable for us to open just showing older films unfortunately some cinemas can show older films and they have the, the you know they have the right amount of screens the right amount of seating unfortunately with us we've only got two screens we've got one larger screen with the social distancing guidelines that reduces that capacity down to a maximum of 100 seats um, our second uh, screen has only got 59 seats and that's already down to maximum uh, i believe it's um, 10 to 12 seats with social distancing guidelines so it just isn't going to be um uh, possible for us to reopen without new releases to show and new releases to attract the audiences back into the, to the cinema. Disney's move to, to, to take more mm-hmm. to streaming services. Do you feel as if distributors and, and production companies have a kind of responsibility to make sure that their films are still going out to support the cinemas that have been showing their films for decades? what i can really say about that is we we have had feedback from our audience members uh, letting us know that they have missed the cinema experience rather they've been in lockdown at home uh, they've been com- looking forward to coming back to our cinema you know after months spending months at home um so we've we've put a lot of time and expense implementing the new safety measures uh, from the government getting the cinema re- ready to reopen and we were relying uh, on the film release schedules announced by the film studio so It is very, very disappointing to see certain film studios postponing releases or or launching them on streaming services instead of releasing them in, in cinemas as planned. Have you got any kind of target opening time in mind right now or is it just completely up in the air? Yeah, in terms of reopening, we are now going to be closed until at least the end of the year film release schedules are going to continue to change over the forthcoming months uh, it seems very likely that's going to happen so um yeah we've made the decision to remain closed to the end of the year rather than reopen on the 28th uh, and quite simply not have enough films to show and because of that it won't really be sustainable for us as a business so it's the safer option for us i think safer both in terms of the business and but safer in terms of you know, the the guidance and the the safety, ensuring customer safety, I think if we wait uh, and see see what the future brings.
0: Silver Screen says it may not reopen until 2021. There are fears someone could be seriously injured after barbed wire and spikes were found on a mountain bike trail near Ashford. A cyclist spotted them in Kingswood at Chollock and is warning other riders to watch out. The Canterbury Bike Project claims some of the downhill sections have been deliberately sabotaged. Three men have been rescued after getting their boats stuck in the mud on the River Medway. The Sheppey Coast Guard worked with firefighters to bring them onto dry land near Lower Stone near Sittingbourne last night. A food bank in one of the most affluent areas of Kent has seen a huge increase in demand during the pandemic, but they're now spending thousands on supplies. Nourish Community Food Bank, which serves Tunbridge Wells and The Weald, used to give out roughly 90 parcels a week. That's now gone up to almost 200. Operations manager Dawn Stamford says coronavirus has made people realise that a crisis can happen
2: to anybody. If you earn 100000 a year and if you earn £15,000 a year, if you suddenly have to reduce your income by 20% or you have no job or no income or the family makeup changes within days, there is very, very little that you can do to prepare for that. And there is, you know, there is not that much support out there. Um, ten years ago people lived with extended families very close. You were all able to support, people leaned on their parents, their grandparents. You know, now those same grandparents are also living it quite tough. And also they may be providing childcare that's now not there. You know, it's a real knock on effect, and I think it's opened a lot of eyes, really, um, to the fact that it, it just literally is anybody, you and I, you know, three paychecks away probably from being in, in a real crisis. I mean, you can't just cut your bills the same time, can you? you? You can't just suddenly reduce your outgoings. If you've been just about earning enough to cover your outgoings and be a little bit comfortable, that very quickly changes if you've had a reduction of quite a big chunk, 20%. You know, it's a lot more than than people anticipate. And, it. yeah, I think it's had a real a real impact on so many more people than they thought it would. We've had people who just never, ever thought in a million years that this would happen to them, you know, both working um, for the same company, both um, having fairly good incomes and have gone from having two incomes to none where they've been made redundant. Um, We've seen people in the um, hospitality industry especially, and that's been really tough. We've had people who've been in the travel industry who don't even know yet whether they've got a job to go back to, and that's been really tough, but the people who donate i think I don't think they realize the impacts they have you know one tin is not just one tin when it's added with another few tins and then delivered by somebody who's providing you know much needed social interaction and you know a breath a breath of something when when they can't see a way out it's It's just outstanding, it really is. Um, and it's very humbling to be involved. I think the, the message really with Hidden Holiday Hunger is the perception is that holiday hunger affects those families who are on free school meals, and it does to an extent, and they are getting some additional support from the government with the vouchers, but that doesn't cover all the costs involved with having children at home, and I can tell you that from personal experience, that your, all your utilities go up, um, you know, there are more people in the property, you have to heat, there's lots more water, there's lots more washing. I don't know why when they're not wearing uniforms. But the hidden holiday hunger are those working families who, you know, have to lay out for extra childcare during the six-week or as it as it's kind of being six-month holiday. Um, and your wages don't go up. In fact, you've probably been on furlough for part of it but still having to work um, and your your childcare costs are a massive issue and you don't have the friends and family and, you know, relatives to re- fall back on that you had before. Because for a while you weren't allowed and now you're trying to reduce the amount of interaction so that you can stay safe and carry on working. I think it's um, it's really not been looked into as much and it's something that we're really keen to make sure that we are helping people with. Deal will
0: become partly car-free on Saturdays, try and cut congestion and promote safety. High Street will be closed between Stanhope Road and Union Road between 10 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon. It'll start this weekend and will be in effect for 10 weeks. And at Kent Online you can see some of Kent's most famous UFO sightings as it's revealed the county has the second highest number in the country. More than 100 reports were made over a 12-year period. That's it for today but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers, just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk News you can trust. This is the Kent
1: Online Podcast.